Hey, Jason Rice here. Another lap party quick tip. Hey, I wanted to start out. Um, I just got done with a great lap hop university. Um, and again, we go over inventory and lead process management with that university. And uh, this topic kind of got brought up when we we're talking about the lead management portion of it. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and pull this up over here in case if you're on Facebook Live, I've got it pulled up, too, if you want to throw any comments or questions. Uh, if, but and this will go up on uh, podcasts and everything, too, if you listen there. But here's the things I want to go over. I, I believe that the low hanging. Well, I know basically the low hanging fruit uh, is killing your process, Internet lead follow up process, even your inventory process uh, and. Um, it's killing your gross. So here's why. And you're going to see it a lot here uh, recently. And what you're going to see it with is um, what cars are going to get the most attention. Okay. Right now, things are slower in the economy, recession, interest rate hikes, things like that. People are going to be tight budgeted um, and people are going to look for great deals. So the cars that are going to get a lot of attention on your lot, other than the highly sought after vehicles, a lot of them is going to be the cars you priced aggressively on your cheaper cars, the age cars. And, you know, I always said the, um, you know, these cars that are priced at 85, not 80, 90, or 85, 88, 90% of market, you could hide those cars in the back of the parking lot by the trash can and people are going to come in and ask for those cars, right? Because they're priced aggressively. You're going to get a lead on them. If you don't happen to follow up that lead in a timely manner, they might be calling you and asking you if that car's still in stock and if they come up this afternoon or can they put a deposit for you to hold them type of scenario. So uh, this particular dealer that was at the university was talking about um, to their subprime dealership. And uh, again, uh, you know, a lot of customers, I'm not, some people are saying we are in a recession or not, but if we happen to hit one again, the 0809 put a lot of people in that subprime category. And a lot of those people, again, if they're desperate or need some help, um, they're going to reach out to you and submit a credit app, see if you got a pre-approval done um, and, and see, you know, what else needs to be done to help get them in a vehicle. And those low hanging fruits are the ones that take a lot of our time. They're the ones calling, emailing us. We're, they're the ones when we call or email, they actually reply back and we're, we're doing it and we're working those leads and we're selling them. And guess what? Again, they're on the cars that are priced the most aggressive where there's less gross available. Um, they're eating up our time. And so what gets ignored, right? What gets ignored? It's the good paying customers that you kind of have to earn their business and or just at least stick out. You know, part of our lot pop in this asterisk is for you, for your lot, your dealership to pop. Um, I did post potential overall profit also, but the asterisk stands for, you know, you're going to have to stand out to those customers, photos, descriptions, videos, following up with them, showing interest in, in earning their business, seeing what else you need to do to help them. And that takes a lot of work. So you might call or email that particular customer once they don't get back to you then all of a sudden your phone rings about that car that's priced at 90 percent of market and they want to come in tonight and then you got to make sure it's ready for them maybe put a little gas in it pull it up get the appointment set that leaves less time to go follow up with those good paying customers and so the low-hanging fruit is great but here's the problem we've been dealing with the low-hanging fruit for the last year two years right it's been too easy too long 
And we were able to make gross on the low hanging fruit. We're able to get that like new used cars with 5,000 miles on it to get people calling and emailing and buying it because they can't find it new and it's hard to find used. And so these low, this low hanging fruit um, is, and the reason why I bring this up too, is we're positioning our tool um, to help dealerships um, attack leads by the in stock leads versus this uh, sold leads on switch cars, just kind of the easier low hanging fruit instead of being tied up in active lead on a sold car that I don't even have anything else comparable to talk to the customer about. Um, so we're, you know, that the terminology low hanging fruit, I want to spoon up the, you know, the stuff that will make it easier for dealers to attack the inventory. But this low hanging fruit has really just been spoiling us, tying us up. It's been, um, throwing off our processes. We're not back to the basics. And so speaking of back to the basics, I just thought about it. Use Car Palooza. There's a Facebook group called Use Car Palooza. We hosted an event in cars.com's headquarters. Me, Tommy Gibbs, Ed French. We had somebody uh, there from AccuTrade, um, cars.com, Alex Vetter, Joe Chura. Um, we've got video content. Join the Facebook uh, Use Car Palooza. My workshop, Tommy Gibbs workshop, Ed Friend. If you missed it, we're going to post it there. But going back to the basics, guys, you know, we've been too spoiled too long. Low hanging fruit has been just spoon fed to us the last two years, and we've had record grosses and record volumes. Things are shifting. Okay. And again, I bring up things that might seem like bad news. Oh, here comes the bad news. You know, we're talking about, um, interest rate hikes and inflation and recession and layoffs and housing market and all this stuff that we can get tied up. That's bad news. But are you going to be optimistic about it or pessimistic about it? Are you going to put your head between your knees and cry in the corner? Or are you actually going to step up and do something about it? People are still going to be buying cars and you still can be successful. The difference is the dealers that are, I'd rather prepare and strategize than react so the dealers that are going to get through this successfully are already preparing and strategizing and not waiting to react. And that's my fear. And again, um, retail in for eight years, Viato eight years, this company for nine years, essentially uh, 17 years of watching dealers habits. And I can tell you a lot of times dealers, and I say we, when I talk about dealers, cause we do, we're in there changing prices. We're engaged with our clients every week. We feel like part of their team, but sometimes we don't as dealers or as dealerships, we don't react until it's painful. Uh, we do demos. A lot of times I made a reference about our, uh, our sales and stuff earlier uh, to our team. It's like, you know what? I see dealers visiting the doctor they're just not ready to do the surgery yet. They know it's coming. They know they, they start feeling the pain and they want to get things checked out, but then they want a second or third opinion. And a lot of times we wait and react. And then by then, sometimes it's not necessarily too late. It's just going to be more painful. Again, it's like visiting a doctor and they say, hey, you need shoulder surgery. It's not good at all. And if you wait any longer, it's going to get worse. And you delay that surgery for whatever reasons. You don't want to go underneath the knife, insurance reasons, cost, whatever. Year, two years, six months, three months down the road, it gets worse and worse. And by the time you do surgery, it's more painful to recover. It's kind of the situation right now. We're getting a lot of doctor visits. Um, 
but it's time to do surgery. And I'm not talking about my surgery. I'm just talking about just you internally and your processes. You got to get off of the, um, uh, the low hanging fruit. Those are always going to be there, the easy stuff. But those are usually, again, lower gross profit. Maybe subprime takes more work. Those are the people reaching out to you. Those are the people engaging with you because the car is priced cheap or they need your help. It's the good-paying customers that are serious but willing to take their time waiting for the right deal that you need to caress and work and not just kill leads after 30 days, 45 days. And, and the reference this, and I'll wrap it up. You know, a lot of times the CRM's lead process management is wrapped around the age of the lead. First seven days, call every day. Second week, call every other day. Third week, call once a week. Fourth week, call once every other week. And then by the time it's 30, 45 days old, either kill it off or call contact once a month. Problem with that is, let me ask you, if you're an inventory manager and you have a 50-day-old car with a 60-day age policy, you got 10 days to get off this car, you either keep dropping the price or you wholesale it. But you notice you have five leads on that 50-day-old car. How often are you going to want to contact those five leads? And every manager, well, every day, every other day, it's a sense of urgency. We need to get this car moving. Okay, well, you got a 50-day-old car with a 45-day-old lead. Guess what your CRM is telling you to do? It's probably already moved the lost at best. Or, and at best, you're contacting once a, a month or every other week. So it's an adequate process. The, the follow-up process, the engagement, this low-hanging fruit, it shouldn't be involved with the age of the lead. It should be the positioning of the car. And I'm going to get in deeper into that over the next few months as we're peeling back the layers of inventory and lead management. But I, I think, again, 50-day-old car with a 40-day-old lead, I should be calling an email on that lead all the time. My CRM is not positioned to do that. So these low-hanging fruits, fine. They're going to feed you. But it, you're going to have to start grinding, recycling the leads that you have. What I mean by that, do you have active leads on a sold truck that you have similar trucks you could talk to them about and see if you can switch them? Um, you're going to have to really engage with the leads that you're getting and follow up long term, earn their business, do videos, do walk arounds, uh, memes, text messages, whatever's, and uh, make sure you're working those leads hard to get you through this. I hope this tip was helpful. Again, lot party. Join the used car palooza. Um, Facebook group. We'll get our, our workshops posted there. Also, um, Lot Pop U, Lot Pop University, we do a free one and a half course, one and a half day course. I run here out of our office, just wrapped one up. That's why I'm bringing it up. True Car, actually, out of the blue, hit me up and wanted to sponsor and be involved. And, you know, we have them help sponsor the food at the event. We have the number one barbecue joint, uh, was number one at one point in time here in Kansas City. We provide that for lunches and stuff. So it's a good event, day and a half here in Kansas City. Um, find out more at lapopu.com. And I hope this tip was helpful.